0: and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Let's get on to some shout outs. Xavier and Oliver from Newcastle, Australia are big fans of the show. I think if you two were characters in the stories, you would be the shape-shifting ninja brothers of Cliffside City. And you would use your shape-shifting powers to keep the streets of Cliffside City safe. Thanks for listening, Xavier and Oliver. And Lula, From Melbourne, Australia likes to listen to the podcast. Lula, I think if you were a character in the stories, you would be a mist fairy warrior who helps to keep the mist fairies of the dark forest safe from bandits and cave trolls. Thanks for listening, Lula. Today's episode is titled Protectors Stick Together, Part 2. Aiden sailed for days to reach the valley. He hoped the Grey Dragon would help him rescue Finn and Weston, but he would take any help he could get. He had never been to the Valley before, but he knew all about the dojo at Valley Town, so he went straight there. You say you're looking for one of them protectors? Momo asked after Aiden had introduced himself. Yeah, I'm looking for the Grey Dragon. I need his help, Aiden said. Uh Uh-huh. Eugene's a pretty popular fella, said Momo. Uh, Unfortunately, he's away at the moment. Do you know when he'll be back? Aiden asked. I sure don't said Momo. It'll be a while, I think. Him and Max are gone on one of those retrieve-the-artifact-and-defeat-the-bad-guys kind of mission. You know the type. I understand, said Aiden, feeling dejected. He did not look forward to going on this mission alone. But hey, we're always down to help some protectors, said Momo. Y'all are good people. Oh, thanks. That'd be great if you could come help, said Aiden. Oh, not me specifically, no way, but uh, but you know, Ben-Ben will probably do it, said Momo. Do what? asked Ben-Ben from across the training yard. He ran over to hear more. This guy's a protector, said Momo. He needs help on an important mission. What kind of mission? asked Ben-Ben. I'm kind of burnt out on the whole retrieve the artifact and fight the bad guys missions. I'm taking a break from those. Oh, it's a rescue mission to the dark side, said Aiden. A rescue mission? I haven't done one of those in a while. Yeah, sure, I'm in. To the dark side, you said? Ben-Ben asked. Yep, I can tell you all about it on the way, said Aiden. Oh, totally. Time is of the essence and all that, agreed Ben-Ben. I'll just grab my adventure bag. And so Aiden and Ben-Ben hiked back to Beechwood Beach while Aiden told Ben-Ben everything he knew. So you just have the location in your head? Ben-Ben asked. Like you know exactly where this Lady of the Lake is even though you've never been there? Yep, I'll take us right to it, said Aiden. And is it Lady of the Lake or Lady in the Lake? Ben-Ben asked. Aiden thought for a moment. Uh, I don't remember exactly. It's not important. Ben-Ben shrugged it off and he and Aiden made it back to the boat and set sail before dark. Days later, they reached the dark side. Their little boat rocked in the waves, and the water below appeared black. Periodically, they would see glowing creatures flash in the ocean below, sometimes right up near the surface. Small islands in the distance were illuminated by glowing creatures flying and moving about. Even some plants glowed, and Ben-Ben and Aiden watched in amazement as their huge glowing leaves swayed in the cool ocean breeze. This place is wild, said Ben-Ben. "'Yeah,' agreed Aiden. "'So you just know where this island is, huh? "'Where the Lady of the Lake lives?' asked Ben-Ben again. "'I do. "'I know where everything is here in the Dark Side,' said Aiden. "'Well, not everything, maybe. "'I think I know most of it. "'That little girl Juna just, like, put it in my head. "'She had me dream of it, and I remember it. "'I know exactly where we're going.' "'How much longer?' asked Ben-Ben. I don't really like being out on the water here. I feel like we're going to get swallowed up by some giant glowing whale or something. Oh, not long, said Aiden. And their boat sailed quietly until they reached a large island, much like the others they'd been sailing by. They quietly sailed the boat near some rocks and dropped anchor. Goose leaped out of the boat and began sniffing around on the beach glowing green vines wrapped around tall palm trees. And the huge palm leaves just barely glowed a dim yellow. As Ben-Ben and Aiden walked up to the beach and near the tree line, strange little animals scattered and rustled in the trees. Little squirrels with snake tails made tree branches tremble and shake. Huge bumblebees that made a high-pitched ya-ya-ya sound flew away deeper into the island. ''What's next, Aiden?'' asked Ben-Ben. ''Let's take a lap around the island first, Aiden suggested. ''If we barge into the island, the animals will probably make enough noise to give us away. We want to try and just find the guys and get out of here without needing to fight the lady of the lake.'' ''Oh, we we always have to fight the bad guy,'' said Ben-Ben. ''I mean, it's a good plan and all, but but yeah, we're definitely going to end up fighting this lady.'' Aiden was determined to try and avoid a fight. It would be a big win if they were able to get out of this mess without much trouble. And they were already here. All they had to do was find the brothers, rush back to the boat, and take off. Ben-Ben and Aiden jogged on the beach, and Aiden's dog, Goose, followed closely. The only sounds they made were the scrunching of their feet into the sand and the huffing and puffing of their labored breathing. They ran and ran, and soon their boat was out of sight behind them. The gentle sounds of the jungle wafted out from the trees. Animal noises and plants rustling in the breeze. And suddenly Goose's ears perked up, and Ben-Ben and Aiden heard sounds from the beach ahead of them, around a bend. They heard a loud slapping sound, and the sloshing of water, and what sounded like people grunting and calling out. It was the sounds of some kind of battle. Ben-Ben and Aiden rounded the corner, fully expecting to see the Lady of the Lake, but instead they saw Finn and Weston, battling a huge squid. The bright red squid had crawled up onto the beach. Part of its body was still in the ocean, and its huge red tentacles slammed down at Finn and Weston as they dodged and rolled out of the way. The huge squid tentacles were so long they could reach all the way across the beach to the tree line, and they slapped down hard with every attempt to hit Finn and Weston. Aiden, Ben-Ben, and Goose now ran at full speed to help the brothers. When Aiden got close, he skidded to a stop in the sand and revealed his sword. His sword had two blades close together, and he stuck the blade into the sand and held on to the hilt. There was a flash of light, and another Aiden appeared. This one was ghostly looking, like a pale, wispy version of the real Aiden, and it mimicked Aiden's moves perfectly. Aiden and his double rushed in, and began attacking the bright red monster squid. Finn and Weston were shocked to see anyone else here on the island with them. They'd been alone here for so long they had lost count of the days, and now a fellow protector and a ninja were fighting by their side. Aiden and his double slashed at the squid's tentacles, but they were not soft like a regular squid. The squid's body was hard, like armor, and Aiden's sword had little effect. Even so, with Aiden's double... The squid was outnumbered five to one, and he grew tired of getting hacked at and slid back into the ocean, disappearing into the water. Thanks for the assist, guys, said Finn. It usually takes us all night to fight that thing back into the ocean. you fought it before? Asked Aiden. Almost every night, said Weston. If it's not the bright red squid, then it's some other beast from the ocean trying to come inland and wreak havoc on the island. That's why she keeps us here. Yeah, that's why we're here, said Aiden. We came to save you from the Lady of the Lake. Juna came to me in a dream. She told me that the Lady was never going to let you go. She's going to keep you here for the rest of your lives. Finn and Weston looked at each other as if their suspicions had been confirmed. Yeah, we had been getting that idea lately, said Weston. Well, then come on, said Aiden. We have a boat not too far from here. Let's go. Goose ran ahead of them back to the ship, and as they sprinted through the sand, Finn said to Aiden, She probably knows you're here by now. What? How? asked Aiden. She knows everything that goes on here. We don't know how she does it. It's like she is the island, answered Finn. We think that's why she doesn't ever leave. Aiden considered this, and it made some strange sense. Perhaps the Lady of the Lake wasn't a person, so much as a projection. Something the island itself made to talk to people. Maybe the island created the Lady of the Lake to get people to protect it from the sea creatures. But it only mattered so much. You can't keep people prisoner on an island. Aiden came to rescue Finn and Weston, and that's what he was going to do. As they rushed around the bend on the beach, they saw their ship. Or what was left of it. Even from a distance they could see that it was a complete wreck. Wooden planks jutted up out of the water near the rocks where it was anchored. Bolt ends of the boat were sticking up out of the water and the sails had already washed up onto the beach. The group jogged closer to inspect the wreckage and the glowing lady of the lake emerged from the jungle. She floated above the sand in front of them. And she looked angry. The end. Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and things to kidstoriespodcast at kidstoriespodcast@gmail.com. Adios.